Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. This is day number 695. And apologies, we had some technical issues with the podcast upload yesterday. So you'll find episode 694 attached to episode 693. So my apologies about that. Uh, But when you click on it, through Anchor at least, you will see that it's attached underneath so you don't have to listen to 393 again. So you can probably tell I'm in the car driving right now and this is the longest trip I've taken in a couple of months uh, because I do have to drive onto the other side of the city of Melbourne uh, because I'm going to have my DEXA scan and uh, it's weird. Like it's weird being in the car for this long after not driving for so long and it's weird the little amount of traffic that there is on the roads. Uh, It's around lunchtime. 12 p.m. Melbourne, Australia time. It's a nice sunny day. Cold, but sunny. And there's hardly any cars. Uh, if only it was like this all the way, all the time. Getting around would be so much easier. Um, so it would be interesting. I mean, we're allowed to drive up to 150 kilometres for, uh, you know, like social, oh, I'll say social stuff. Uh, but like for exercising and doing that kind of thing, you're allowed to travel up to 150 kilometres. Um, uh, it'll be interesting to see whether I get stopped today or whether I see anyone getting stopped and just tested to see, okay, where are you going, why are you going now, etc., etc. Now, I've got a doctor's referral for... Um, to have a DEXA scan, now you need a doctor's referral. I don't know the doctor. It's an automated process. Um, but... Um, I've got a, a reason to do it. Um, so it'd be interesting. Uh, so yeah, so today, today I am eager to know what my results are. As I was talking about yesterday in episode 394, my feeling is that uh, because of the good work that I'm doing, I'm hoping I've dropped at least a percent or two, but I mean, I, I haven't been tested this frequently before to know is that realistic, is that what this looks like, feels like, etc. Um, so it is what it is, and we will, we will see. And the kid said, oh, it'll have to be much less, Dad, because, you know, you look much better, and, and you can see the difference and stuff, so um, only time will tell me as to what it actually looks like, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Actually, he gave me a call this morning telling me that his machine wasn't wasn't working he let me know uh, but it was a software issue and he said it's working again now so I'm good to go which was good of him to call because he knows I've got a long way to travel for it uh, so yeah so just listening to the the radio um, for a bit in the car here and they were talking about uh, the, so starting the early June first June second of June uh, some of the borders are opening up around Australia, not many, but some are, or they're allowing more inter, intra-state travel, and they're also uh, allowing some pubs and cafes to be opened. So here, I just heard one, I don't know if it was South Australia or New South Wales, but they're allowing, they started with 10 outside with social distancing, and I heard this morning it was 10 inside and 10 outside. Uh, But then I was talking with someone yesterday and they said that 
uh, all of the people have to be using disposable single-use cutlery and crockery etc so in other words paper plates whatever you want to call them plastic plates and they only can be used once and then thrown out which obviously is very harmful to the environment and adds extra cost uh, for the uh, you know the restaurant and cafe owners so their margins are coming down even further uh, so you'd have to start to wonder whether it's really economically viable for these places to even open at those levels. I believe that the margin levels on some, for some of these places are like 10, 15%. It's like you're not going to be making any any money if you're opening for 10 people. I mean, gosh. And how long are people going to you know, just refrain from you know, dining out and stuff? There'll be some people, obviously, that will just want to get out and and do their thing but I think most people are, are going to be very very cautious and reluctant to leap straight back into it in fact I heard that uh, Oxford University the, the first international uh, university that has said they are not uh, reopening uh, to uh, you know student facing classes until October next year <laughs> October 2021 I mean now wow that's a a very early call and a big one to be making Uh, but let's face it it's Oxford University they've got some clever brains in there maybe they know something that we don't and we will still be living like this in October next year who knows I just heard them say that Brazil has now just recorded 1200 deaths in a day uh, yesterday terrible and now they're third behind the US and Russia in terms of the number of uh, fatalities it's terrible terrible stuff but yeah so I'm going to record this podcast in two parts Uh, so I'm going to pause now so that I can talk more about what were the results where are the differences? Where am I going to go to from from this point? I mean, the, my foreshadowing is that it's going to reduce. It's probably not going to reduce as much as I I would uh, think and or hope. And uh, it just means, I mean, if it's a really bad result or it's a really good result, I can't say that I'm going to do anything any any different. Uh, because I'm sticking to the program, I'm seeing the results, and uh, it's just going to take uh, take more time doing it. Uh, so, uh, you know, it doesn't impact my training. It's not going to impact uh, my state of mind. Most importantly, I mean, obviously, I will as soon as I get the results. I'm going to send them through to my coach, and if he thinks I need to do something different, then he'll tell me, and I will do it. Uh, but otherwise, I think it's just, you know, I'm doing the work, I'm being consistent, I'm feeling good, uh, I'm looking good, so it's business as usual. Um, so that's my forecast. Let's see what happens once I get the result. So I'll be back in about an hour's time to give you the rundown as to how it all went. All right, see you soon. Okay, so everybody, I am back. I have just returned from, well, I'm on my way back home now 
after having the scan and the results are in. And uh, I was a little surprised, a little surprised. Good outcome. Um, but I'll tell you why I was a little surprised. So he, he never tells me the, you know, the, the total percentage straight away. We walk through the, the results. So the bottom line is I have lost 300 grams of fat, but the, which is good. Uh, but I have, I've gained weight. I've gained 1.8 kilos. And uh, actually, no, it's, uh, it's two kilos. And I have uh, put on 1.5 of muscle. Just over 1.5. Those numbers aren't quite right. So, uh, so I think I was 64 before on 66.1 uh, today. Uh, but I put on 1.5 of muscle, lost 300 grams of fat, which is really cool uh, because it's hard to put on muscle. It's really hard. But I could feel it through my body. Like I can feel that my muscles are harder and it's obviously been a change there. And losing 300 grams of fat, I was hoping that number would be higher. But because the muscle is higher, that means that the body fat percentage, I knew it had to go down. Uh, so uh, when we looked at the body fat percentage, I was 14%. I'm now 13.7%. So um, that, based on what he told me uh, leading up to that point, I thought, oh, wow, it's going to be higher than that. Um, but I was hoping for that magical 1%. And he said, look, I don't even look at those. He says, it's most people, when they gain weight, it's all fat. Uh, so he said, you've done quite well there. Pardon me. Obviously, what I'm looking for, though, is to, turn and to do something that most people don't do. Uh, so uh, we were talking about the fact that my um, coach, Paulie, wants me to get down to uh, single digits. And I told him the percentage. And uh, he said, oh, he said, are you doing this drug-free or with drugs? Oh, actually, he said with medication. And I said, no, it's all natural. And he said, well, he said, this is the way that I look at it. He said, you've currently got six kilos of fat on your whole body, which he said, isn't that much? Um, and he said, even if you took off two kilos of that, that's still only going to take you down. He did some calculations. It's going to take you down to, um, I think it was like 10%, something like that. So he said, you might only get into single digits. Uh, not down to you know where I have been suggested. So anyway, I I'm very pleased with the fact that yes, the way that I'm feeling looks like I've put on like the way that I was you know, physically feeling my body. Um, it felt like I was putting on muscle, so obviously have one and a half kilos. Now that's no mean feat, so I'm proud of myself for that. Three hundred grams of fat loss. Uh, well, that's good too. That's gone down. And we're talking about nine weeks. So it's virtually nine weeks to the day uh, that I've had the scan done. Uh, so I'm, I'm pleased with uh, a, a 1.8 kilo positive turnaround in my, uh, my numbers. Uh, but obviously there's work to do. So where to from here? So I'm going to send off the, when I get home, the uh, results to coach and see what he says 
about uh, how it's all going. Oh, far out. Feeling retired. Uh, yeah, so I think on the whole, good outcome. Uh, but I'm curious as to, to what he says, whether that's, you know, where I am. Um, and Paul, he says that you know, they have a number of people that live in single figures and not just, you know, do that for competition or anything, but they live in simple single figures. Uh, and I guess, look, I've only, let's take a look at it, nine weeks and I've achieved this outcome. And yeah, I was hoping for a bigger percentage, uh, but ignoring the percentage, like Paul says, it comes down to uh, DEXA scans now and the photos. Now I can tell by looking at the photos that I'm not where I need to be. So uh, does the percentage on the scales, uh, on the scan really matter when I, I focus on, I've gained muscle, I've lost fat, I've gained more muscle than I thought I would and the photos are improving and I can see I'm not where I need to be. So all positive stuff. I've, I've made significant improvement. It's only nine weeks in. Uh, what does that tell me? What I'm doing is working. And I think that's the, that's the key takeaway for me. So that's the message I'm going to send back and get some clarification and say, look, sorry about the noise. I'm next to a really noisy truck, so I'm not sure how loud that's coming through. Um, and yeah, I'm doing the work. Here's the result. Pleased with that is, do we need to change anything and see what he says? So yes, we don't know if we don't test, measure, and uh, stay on track. Now, this is the thing. I could see how it would be quite possible for people to do what I'm doing, get that result, and say, oh man, I'm disappointed in that. It should be this. Now, why would that be? Well, that's because I'm only focusing on that body fat percentage, that one thing. But if you focus on the, the other messages that, well, yes, it's come down, muscle has gone up by a significant amount, then isn't that all that matters? You're looking better. You know it's working. You're feeling good. So keep on doing it. But these are the challenges that I face as a coach when I am um, you know, getting clients and they stand on the scales and they get disappointed when they haven't lost two kilos in a week or a kilo in a week or over an eight-week period of time uh, six, eight-week period of time they haven't lost you know, like three, four kilos. It's like, well, hang on a second. Let's focus on all the other things as well and the lifestyle changes and the energy and the sleep and how you feel about what it is that you're doing and all of those things. And we can often discount all of that and we shouldn't because it's really, really powerful. And that one number on the scales, or in my case, a body fat percentage, it doesn't change anything. So let's say it was like this. Let's just say that it came out and it was in single digits now. What would that do? Well, that would probably make me be a little bit complacent and say, well, what I'm doing is fine. I don't need to, you know, I can just slip up a little bit here and there or, you know, not be as focused as I am being. But instead, this shows me that, well, yeah, it's, it's hard work. You know, if it was easy to get down to those numbers, then anyone would do it. And you couldn't expect to drop, 
you know, big percentages um, so quickly. So our mind can play tricks on us. But I'm pleased with that and we keep on pushing on. So um, I'm going to keep enjoying my drive here. I use that loosely because, I don't know, I'd just rather be home and being productive right now rather than spending another 40 minutes driving. But anyway, that's what we have to do. So you have a great day wherever you are in the world. Message to take away from this. Stay focused on your goal, your vision for yourself. Know what it's working for you. Test it, measure it, do it regularly. Take the photos of yourself. That is the really powerful, powerful element. Uh, I take mine and And in that way, you can see the lines, you can see the deepness of grooves and all that kind of stuff. And um, that's where the results come. And you stay on track. Keep yourself accountable. Have a great day wherever you are. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.